Blog Talk Radio. around the world. We're so glad that our hundred children are tuning in one more again to We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This show, the Queen Quit Head Funded Body, the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that our hundred children are tuning to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, where we the gee upliftment to the living legacy and a pay ancestral homage. So this year evening, we're so glad for the one more after that time of the sit-down in the UN, in 1999, and things like that, the crack and teeth for all we found day around the world will be Gullagichi. And Hana know we be Gullagichi, anointed people. So you still a stand, right, your punisher line. And we will pay homage to your ancestors, them. Where they may come across the middle passage and things like that, the stand punisher land, tall, tall. And read of us, for them would then cross over into the other rest of the land. Back, you know, to go on at this your time. So we will take a moment of silence. All we ancestors will hear me come true, that, that passage, and then for them will be cast around into we want to go to get to the astra, or then going on into the realm of the ancestors. Ashe, 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 Amen. So 
we're so glad he won more again for David Hunter Tillin and thing like that. And once say thank you, thank you to all of Hunter Tillin with a follow we on Facebook fan page with the Gullah Geechee Nation. And read us the Facebook fan page for this year program sponsored the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. And Hunter Tillin can always go on your honor for getting over what the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition to do. Go to Gullah Geechee net. Gullah Geechee net. That is G U L L A H. G-E-E-C-H-E-E Ain't no I in Geechee So, on the chillin' go out to GullahGeechee.net And if on the day on social media and things like that Just follow me At GullahGeechee On Instagram At GullahGeechee On Twitter As soon at GullahGeechee From Periscope and things like that And we wait for the right time for so I've used the Periscope, but we want to fill up the followers and take fuss. So Hunter Chillin' go on you on if that was Hunter to use and things like that. And rather was thank you, thank you to all of Hunter what did on iTunes. Well, download this show for free from your iPad, your computer, and things like that, your tablet, and all the other rest of things. And rather was them with a share this year upon your social media and on your blog and thing. We thank you, thank you to all of Hunter Chillin' with them, invite them over these areas and who them pass them around and things like that if I have all these other rest of chillin' around the world. But yet we the crack we teeth for who we be. And tomorrow, Hunter can come here live and see me to Savannah State University in the morning, 11.30 a.m. I gonna be cracking my teeth at the Lorenzo Daltona Symposium this year, the fourth year for this year thing, and I go did it, and then Hunter Tillin can join me from Centelna Island for the fourth Coastal Cultures Conference, we're coming up April 30th, right here to we landmarks Centelna Branch Library. So if Hunter Tillin need more information by any of this year, email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. That is G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AmericoOnline.com if you ever wonder what AOL is saying for anything like that. Yeah, we still got that thing from way back at y'all. So we're so glad that Hunter Chiller can still recognize them and that we still here to walk. Because this year, most we 20 years in, to do this year walk with the Gullah Geechee Seattle Coalition. Over 35 years in, to do this year walk for the people for that. So now, well, Hunter children are yet me to crack with teeth, but remembrance is plenty of things for we member the seed. So we going to crack with teeth, the other rest of we, so that all the Hunter children with a yeti we can stand around the world. So I use this language just so all my listeners around the world can truly understand all that I'm talking about here tonight. And as you already know, I'm Queen Quet, I'm Chief and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm also the founder of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this broadcast each week. And so I know most of you are used to tuning in live on Mondays, and so we did a little switch up this week, and that's only because I was also the keynote speaker this week for the College of Charleston Sustainability Week. And it's wonderful to be asked to speak at so many different places now about the topic of sustainability and in particular, to not be boxed in to a particular set of parameters in regard to what I have to speak on. So I've never asked to just speak on environmental sustainability. I'm asked to speak on the term sustainability. And, of course, for me, that means sustaining the Gullah Geechee sustaining our traditions, our history, our heritage, and our culture. So it is a blessing to begin the week in Chucktown, and then I'll be closing out this week more or less at Savannah, two historic cities, two landmark historic cities, and Savannah State 
and starting off at one college where Gullah Geechee wasn't recognized, where it wasn't represented, that people couldn't even attend if they were Gullah Geechee or people of African descent, and then going to an institution as a historically black college and university. Very interesting way to get into a week where there's recognition given for the fact that I was the first Gullah Geechee ever to speak before the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland. So when April 1st every year comes around, it's a time for me for personal reflections to look back from 17 years ago and look forward into really for me 17 decades from now what could come out of it, what could come out of really those few moments at a global microphone, what things have changed for the better, and unfortunately some of what we're going to talk about tonight is what I see changed for the worse, that I know that the people who are astute enough that tune into this broadcast, that follow us online, that are not just stalkers, they're not just lurking, they are not just trolls, that you are people of vision, you are people of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and you are people of action. Our members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and our supporters around the world are people of action. They are people that do not want to sit around and have meeting after meeting but instead want to know what is the action point. What is it that we can do to help advance a cause? And that is why we have been this premier organization for just about 20 years now and still taking the lead and being the visionaries with a lot of issues and dynamics that are taking place as it relates in particular to the Sea Islands and Gullah Geechee people and the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, but also those throughout our Gullah Geechee diaspora that we acknowledge also tonight. And it's critical that we discuss this Gullah Geechee diaspora, which is global, because there has been so many politics going on since 2000 after my installment, and it was, it was kind of underground. But in 2006, when we got the Gullah Geechee Cultural Heritage Act passed by the United States Congress, then people became more aware, and they also became ignited. And there were people who got ignited on the negative side because they now wanted to use our culture to exploit it for their individual careers. They want to use our culture to promote global heritage tourism, the very thing that has been antithetical to the continuation of the culture in its traditional form. Now, there's a song I love called Everything Must Change, and prior to coming on the air tonight, I thought about it, I thought about the words, I could hear David Peetson of all the people singing it. I could also hear La Angela Bell of the Gullah Connection singing it. Everything must change. And then it came to me what I've often said to people, yes, but is the change for the better or for the worse? So my mission has always been to leave the world a better place than it was when I first arrived in it. Whenever the day, the moment, the hour, the second comes that I am to head back home to God. And so this way, when I leave, as the song says, yeah, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, oh, no, let me die easy. Oh, let me die easy when me die. 
and let me walk, I done do. Speak for me. Because, Lord, I done done. I done done what you told me for do. And so each day, each week, when I get up to go out to work with students, like on my anniversary of this year, and it is the first time ever in 17 years that I have actually went ahead to do anything with the general public unless I'm at the United Nations, and even then I try to stay low-key to keep that energy of reflection and reconnection going. But this year God had it that students came from the up country to the low country, to the Gullah Geechee Nation, to get it from we who we be. And these are artistic students who then have projects that would be different artistic renderings, truly, of what they learned during their journey. And so it was a blessing to be with them because there is no box in their world. There is no box in the way that they function and they flow. And, in fact, one Anglo young lady asked about how we govern here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And when I laid out our governmental structure, she said, well, we need to get rid. That's true democracy. We need to get rid of this other stuff we're working with and switch to the way you all do it. And I said, you know, we've heard that before because the word democracy has a different meaning in the United States than it does abroad and in other countries, especially those I've engaged with over the many years at the United Nations. And it is always a blessing to have the opportunities whenever I get to go and make interventions on behalf of IRAM, the International Human Rights Association for American Minorities, to be able to be in that place, in that space, and even many times to hear the other interventions that people are making and how people engage in the passion that people have for their culture and their communities. But I've also learned over time what the Honorable Dr. Clyde, God bless the dead, who is one who was one of our inaugural Wisdom Circle Council of Elders members and who won an award and was one of the first ever, uh, I know he is the only Gullah Geechee to have an international bar license, one of the first people of African descent, and I'm sure probably one of or the only South Carolinian, native South Carolinian to receive an international bar license when he would speak on different issues of how things are presented in different arenas, one of the things I recall him making very clear when I first went to the U.N. and thought I was going to the one in New York, he said, no, you're going to the one where the real work is done, where the real business goes on. And I've lived to see why that statement was made. And this year, March 25th, which is the International Day of Remembrance, for the victims of the transatlantic slave trade, just as last year on that same date, I saw more pomp and circumstance listed in the programming. I see that they now want to have television personalities and people from, as as people would call it, the establishment, uh, to speak on topics and to make connections through people who are interlinked to the U.S. federal government by way of the Peace Corps, which is by way of other agencies. And a lot of times they're not there presenting what the world really needs to hear. It is what has been the approved speech to present and that there's a lot of programs that are held 
in New York in meetings where it's already set up where you go and you sit and you hear people, but then you don't interact and there aren't any interventions done. Where in Geneva, everything is about these interventions and getting things to be changed and getting people to truly be represented by the people that live the culture and the traditions and not the actors and the actresses, literally and figuratively, that may be brought into the room for a staging for the day. So this year, the theme for the International Day of Remembrance of the Victims of Slavery in the Transatlantic Slave Trade was Remember Slavery, celebrating the heritage and culture of the African diaspora and its roots. Well, that in and of itself is a massive undertaking for one day. And when I looked at what the theme was and I saw who they put on a program to represent Gullah Geechee culture and Sierra Leone and these connections to Bunce Island and all of this, I could only shake my head because it was interesting because I already know how everything is done, and I've been to several of those programs, and that's what they are. They're programs. And so when I've seen what happens, the before, the during, the after, I knew that this was more for entertainment. And so I went and I looked up the message from the United Nations Secretary General to just see what words were there from Mr. Mr. Moon, Michael Moon. And it's interesting because even these words are there that says the dynamic culture and traditions of Africa continue to enrich life in the countries that were once involved in the transatlantic slave trade. Africa's influence and legacy are plain to see in the vibrant music, bold art, rich foods, and inspiring literature that infuse modern culture. Less recognized, perhaps, are the contributions that the people of African diaspora have made to medicine, science, government, and general leadership in society. Tested to the limits of their spirit and endurance, slaves from Africa, incorrect, African people were enslaved. You see, even right here, the wording itself is out of order, but we go on. Left their descendants a wide range of invaluable assets, including fortitude, courage, strength, tolerance, patience, and compassion. On this day, let us renew our resolve to fight racism and celebrate the heritage of Africa that enhances societies around the world today. Well, it's very interesting. It's easy to say things, much harder to do this. And so here it is that we're talking about wanting to fight racism, but then wanting to work against those who give their life to doing just that. Because if you speak out and call things out as they are and say that they are racist behaviors, they are racist programming, that if you don't fit in a box and then are the person that allows things to be scripted literally for you, and then you would agree to go in and say what you're told to say, then you are kept on the outside of the things that are going on and off of the stages where people could hear you speak, especially in New York. So it's not surprising, since New York is the place of Broadway, that they would have the institution that is for people to interact on an international level to seek change and to push change, be the place that they also stage some things instead of having this be the very place in which the people who truly do fight against racism and that truly live 
the heritage are the ones who are consistently speaking, the ones who have the fortitude, the courage, the strength, the patience, and the compassion to be concerned about living their traditions and ensuring that their traditions continue to live on should be the ones that are offered the invitations. But this year, just as last year, that was not the case. They instead have brought in these players that will play along and that will take their position, stand on your mark that they outlined for you. But unfortunately, in the end, Will these folks do as I say and die easy or will they die hard because they have disrespected what is going on before their faces? They neglect to make the connections between the exploitation of African intellect and African ability in the past and that being done now on the international global scale, but in particular back here to the Gullah Geechee Nation. We are also commemorating this week the death of Brother Walter Scott, God bless the dead, who was murdered, shot in the back multiple times because he bailed out of a car because of a traffic violation in North Charleston and was murdered on tape, as we would say, but actually on cell phone on the phone, so it captured the video that went around the world, and the family is still suffering. Have the cover of the paper with the family on it. They don't see what's changed. But yet, Walter Scott's name is being used to sell newspapers this week. All week, series of articles started off with one talking about the Walter Scott effect and ultimately the articles about traffic and whether tra- there are less traffic violations now or just less traffic stops because of the way the police might feel they are perceived when they stop people for traffic infractions. So are we masking what is going on or are we seeking to change it? Apparently, the production of We Wear the Mask is what we are seeing. And I think it's disgraceful. As a person who has literally had my life threatened because of the work that I do on behalf of Gullah Geechee people, in particular the work to keep our true traditions alive and keep the people living on our land and not allow people to displace us from our land is the major threat because the land is part of the wealth along with the People. We be black old Gullah Geechee are 90 people, so no hunter is just yeah. But to reduce us to entertainers and entertainment to programs where people are speaking on the deus and then they just get back and go to dinner and laugh and joke and get on the plane and then they connect with people who are really behind the scenes, who are orchestrating this, who are not the people of African descent, is a tragedy. But yet, these individuals who are doing this are the ones that still work on the plantation, literal plantations. They are still the people who are being programmed to provide programming for the tourist industry that yet removes the people and doesn't move the people. So they would never be engaged fully in the movement for human rights. 
these are the kinds of people that I hope y'all are watching this new television show on WGN called Underground. They are the ones who are some of the characters that are so clearly articulated in Underground and where there are those like myself who are more like the more complex lead characters where just when you thought, well, did this person turn back? They didn't, and they were still fighting for our freedom. And so it's critical at a moment like this that we reflect on not only the remembrances of the victims of the transatlantic slave trade, but we reflect also on the current victimization that's going on through COINTELPRO operations that are happening here to try to stop people from knowing, believing, and overstanding that they have international human rights, that they have a right to be a citizen of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that they have the right to self-determination, that they do not have to only fall into being pieces for the entertainment of the tourists. It's one thing for visitors to visit your house because you welcome them in as guests, and it's another thing for them to break in your house, sit down, take over, change your locks, and live there. There is a difference for you to invite folks in and take them around or folks to sneak around your community and take pictures and go back and use them to create other careers for themselves and interpret who you are instead of asking you who you are. Said so, know who to be. So this dynamic of the remembrance of the transatlantic slave trade is now taking on an air very similar to people's now interest in this unique or exotic group called the Gullah Geechee because people are looking at ways to package it so it is palatable to others and that it can cause people to want to go take trips to places and spend money at places that were rice plantations that are still functioning that make multi-millions of dollars a year, not because every visitor then wants to know that story of the Gullah Geechee, how we really suffered and the people who died there working in those rice fields, but that they want to hear little ditties sung and they want to see beautiful sculpture gardens that now line the places where enslaved people once aligned those places. People are not taking on the reality of the fact that people are yet still dying because they share the same dark, colored, hued skin, and that there are those who spoke up and spoke out, like those who were part of the Emanuel 9, that there's a sign on the Highway 17 now as you come in through West Ashley going toward downtown Charleston that is for the Charleston 9 that is honoring them on a sign. And when I read it, I said, and then who knows who that is? because there's not one name of the nine listed here. Same way we'll never know of the millions, the hundreds of thousands and millions of names never listed that came aboard the transatlantic slave trade vessels and then were offloaded, whether in the Caribbean Isles or here in the Sea Islands. We'll never know the names of who was thrown overboard. We'll never know the names of who fought back. 
and the names that they got when they did get onto many of the Sea Island plantations are not the names that would reconnect us to the families in the motherland because those names got altered and people got the last names of any time of their enslavers and even during the times when they escaped and they left, they took on names that belonged to no enslaver like my last name, my surname, which is why I keep it, wherein our ancestors created their own new names here to ensure that from their dear freedom on this land, in this land, their family would always be able to reconnect. But when we reconnect, I pray we are reconnecting to do some good, that we are reflecting, we are remembering, and that we are paying homage through the lives that we live now on behalf of not only our ancestors but our generation of youth of today and the generation yet to be born. San Kofa, go back and fetch it. If I don't know where Honor did it from, I don't know where Honor did So you may need to back up a little before you go forward and don't get enamored by the entertainment. It's a distraction. But look at who has been fighting for over 30 years doing this work. They didn't wait until someone made a promise of potential money they didn't have to sign agreements and sign over their souls to anybody's tourist entity, their chamber of commerce, or any such thing. I saw some other things for events that I'd worked with when they first started that sickened me on Facebook today because they are busy promoting tourism and not promoting any forms of economic advancement for their own people. And the people promoting these things do not come out and support any traditional Gullah Geechee activities. You see them at activities that they put on. You see them at businesses that they operate. And you will not see them supporting anybody else unless it's a politician that they think, once again, might grease their palm. So we need to pay close attention to who is doing the work, who has been doing the work, and who continues to do the work. I had the blessed opportunity to be with those students on April 1st. God bless me again to be with my own family and my family compound during that time frame. To then turn and be with the Wisdom Circle Council Elders and have our Minister of Information, Elder Carly Town, say right there as we stood together once again in Charlestown. She said, and look at this, the Elder Stilia. I'm so glad we still you. And I said, yeah, we had a few cross on into the realm of ancestors, but you're damn right. You're all still you from the beginning. Elder Lisa Wineglass Smalls for the Hydees, Elder Carly Town, still standing proudly. It's a blessing to stand with them because they know the journey we've taken. And we've come this far by faith. Sixteen years, almost seventeen, that people were in shock, stunned, disbelief, didn't really know how to frame it, didn't know what we were doing. And then they realized, wait a minute, this is not a festival, this is not someone just doing lectures from a DS, this is not a program, this is not for fun, this is for truth, this ain't a play, play, tall, tall. So it's a blessing to stand still in spite of those who are trying to attempt to disrupt and disturb the minds of those who are ignorant
ignorant of what the culture truly is by selling them and presenting to them some package play-play entertainment while people yet die in the streets. And while we still have to fight to have our traditions of subsistence living dealt with in these different areas, different places and spaces, while we now have to, on top of all of that, not just deal with hurricane seasons, but deal with sea level rise and climate science activities and events that are consistently happening, and which is where I'm going to go and talk this weekend or next week, really, but I'll be headed up to deal with a number of people who are putting on an activity for the first time called History Above Water. And so I'll be heading up to other islands, to Rhode Island, to see how they have protected and preserved their story, their mansions, their monuments, and how people from around the world seek to do this when they live along water bodies and we're all faced with the same thing around the world, how the tide is not just lifting all boats now, but it should be lifting our consciousness of how we need to work together and stop trying to still have these little undermining cliques and groups and things that are working behind each other's backs instead of working together to promote how we can all come together to heal the land and to have a global consciousness that can create places and spaces and maintain historic places and spaces in which we will be able to have food security, pristine waters, communities be able to be sustained physically, culturally, spiritually, emotionally. Now, I feel like we would be remiss if we aren't able to do this in particular in communities of people of African descent, and my focus, of course, being this community, the Gullah Geechee Nation, because this is the international decade for people of African descent. It began in 2015, and you all heard us discuss this on the show. But I thought that at a time of reflection and remembrance, we need to also reflect and remember this aspect of the human rights journey, that we have this international decade and that we need to get together as people of African descent to work together, work together, chill and don't you get weary, greed, camp to meet in this promised land. Others are working together already on our land, about our land, and about the future of it, even the future of where they're going to put you if the water rises too high but yet you work against those of us who are working on such things. But instead, maybe you needed this reminder for those who are my spies that listen to the show, that this international decade of people of African descent is supposed to be focused on recognition, which the Gullah Geechee Nation has. Justice, we don't have. It's just us. And development. But development in this case should be developed in the way that the people who are of that land wanted to be developed. What do we want built and what do we want taken away? What do we want sustained 
and how might we go about what needs to be programmed, written out, outlined for how to have it done. The objectives of the decade are to promote respect, protection, and fulfillment of all human rights and fundamental freedoms by people of African descent as recognized in the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And many of my listeners, you've heard me repeat the Universal Declaration of Human Rights on numerous shows in the past. There will be more shows coming up where we will do the same again. Also to promote a greater knowledge of and respect for the diverse heritage, culture, and contributions of people of African descent to the development of societies. The unfortunate reality in the global black community is that just as we have those who have contributed to the development of our societies, we have those who have contributed to the underdevelopment, one might say, or the destructionment of our societies. And one might need only watch the Vice News piece on the Gullah Geechee Nation to realize what I'm talking about. And although you got one underminer captured on that short piece on camera, there are multiplicity of them, and there are those who are working with this guy, in particular on Hilton Head now, that you all see all the time and think that they're working on behalf of Gullah Geechee. They're working on behalf of themselves. As long as they are comfortable, it does not matter about the larger collective. When we talk about working on respect for diverse heritage, the diverse heritage means other people's heritage and people of African descent. It don't mean a diversity within our group. We don't need to diverge from one another. We need to converge together and connect and stay united in our culture and then contribute in a way that helps everybody. That's how you build up and sustain your society. And then it's also an objective is to adopt and strengthen national, regional, and international legal frameworks according to the Durban Declaration and Program of Action and the International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination and to ensure their full and effective implementation. Well, that is why when I started off, we started off talking about reflections, not just from all the way back in the transatlantic slave trade period, but currently because we do not believe that race did not play a part in the deaths that we have witnessed that have happened in North Charleston and that have happened in Charleston in particular a year ago and just short of a year ago, the same year that the International Decade for People of African Descent began was the same year that we had to have more of an uprising of the Black Lives Matter movement because some people don't seem to still realize that they do, and that even includes other black people. If you are going around character assassinating, I don't find you to be much different than any of the brothers and sisters shooting in Chirac. In fact, you're more dangerous than that they are. So here it is. If we're going to talk about implementing these covenants against and working to eliminate all forms of racial discrimination, we also need to eliminate this prejudice, this undermining, this jealousy and envy within. Because when there is no enemy within, the enemy outside cannot can do you no harm. So now what was presented by the United Nations as a program of activities and implementation and endorsed by the General Assembly 
had these particular areas as the specifics, recognition, justice, development, and multiple or aggravated discrimination, that at the national level they wanted the states, meaning the member states, meaning the countries. I've mentioned that before. The U.N., the United States is a state. You know, Germany is a state. All these different member countries are states. That they need to take concrete and practical steps through the adoption and effective implementation of national and international legal frameworks, policies, and programs to combat racism, racial discrimination, xenophobia, and related intolerance faced by people of African descent, taking into account the particular situation of women, girls, and young males in the following areas of recognition, justice, development, multiple, or aggravated discrimination. There's a lot of discussion about the prison industrial complex, the school-to-prison pipeline, the uh, aggravated assaults within communities of people of color that are leading to mass deaths through all of these shootings. And we have issues with that in places like where I'm headed tomorrow, Savannah, Georgia. We have issues of that in Jacksonville, Florida. We have issues of this even now in Wilmington, North Carolina, places that are urbanized largely are where we see issues like this in mass in the Gullah Geechee Nation. But the spillover has a lot to do with the invasion of outside culture into the community and people becoming money-based people and individualistic instead of maintaining their cultural traditions and being communal people. That has a lot to do with this. And in order to have yourself be recognized, in order to have justice, in order to develop, in order to not have think that they just have a right and they can go about it in any way that they want in terms of discriminating against you, you have to be united yourself. And so this is a major thing to undertake in the nine years that's left of this international decade of people of African descent. And so they also wanted that at the regional and the international levels, the international community and regional organizations were called on to raise awareness and disseminate the Durban Declaration of Program of Action and the International Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Racial Discrimination and to assist the states in the full and effective implementation of their commitments under these declarations and the program of action. And then that part is the hardest part, to get people to actually adhere to it, to do something about it, when each one of these countries has their own myriad of issues going on within, including these. So usually the racial aspect is put to the side. No one wants to actually want to admit that racism exists in their countries. And then... When it's brought up, again, we go back full circle. The people who bring it up are pariahs, or let's ostracize them. Don't put them on the program. They may call out people. Well, this is maybe the necessary thing. Now, the thing that universities love is the next part, collect statistical data. Well, that's easy. You can collect data all day. I'm a mathematician, and you can skew data all day to make it look any way you want to. And so many of the countries will often come back with things that they have paid to have written, and so therefore it looks like, well, our statistics say, you know, we lowered this or we lowered that over this period of time, but then what's the real root to what appears on the surface to have been lowered or changed? We go back to this headline about the Walter Scott effect in this story about traffic, the count, the data, the stats. 
Now, another thing that they were called upon is to incorporate human rights into development programs that honor and preserve historical memory of people of African descent. Well, the interesting thing is that outside of the Gullah Geechee Nation's leaders and many of the grassroots people, the maroon people that are around the world who are truly standing up and living the traditions and culture, we are the ones who should be honored because we are keeping not only the historical memory alive, but the collective consciousness alive. And instead, we are the ones, again, ostracized because people would rather interpret and then preserve. See, because the act of preservation is I can lock it in a glass case. Like right now, I have an exhibition up again. We have one from the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and I go personally and I put them in the cases and hang them on the walls at our landmarks and held in the branch library. Well, the the cases and the casing that we have things in preserve the imagery. They preserve the books for long term. They preserve and hold on to them. But them things can't talk. They can't tell you their story. The physical person that's functioning still has to read what I put up there. And in order to really keep it alive, somebody has to step out of there with what they now know and go out here and live this thing. Go out here and speak and talk and then walk what you speak and talk. This is where we pay homage and honor and how we pay homage and honor to our ancestors, to the historical memory of our people, to those who stood up, those who fought, and even those who died in these hardships that caused the African diaspora and through and by the hands of those who were racist those who are still the ones behind the ones that they're putting on stages to make them just speak the speeches that they give them to speak. Slavery is still real. It's a matter of what choice you make, whether you're going to escape or stay there. And this ain't underground. This is all above ground. And so all of these different steps that have been put forth for all of us to act upon leaves us with a duty to do so, to engage so that there is real work done and not just these stagings, not just these things that sell newspapers, not just these entertaining little opportunities to have people who are non-threatening and palatable to the mainstream come in and say, oh, well, we got somebody who's a representative of who you are. No, let us, if you want to talk about diversity, let's have a diverse range of those of us who represent culture and truth and let us speak. There was a time we did this, but when we did it together. But then some folks thought that they would be threatened, so they quickly backed away from us who still stand for human rights. And so here it is that we have a coordinator for the decade that I'll be communicating more with. And so that there should be some real mechanisms to talk about who should be doing some things as opposed to who's been doing them now. And they'll be having some reviews of what is going on throughout this process, and I pray that 
Iran will be sending in some interventions in regard to what we have already seen going on that is the true exploitation of the culture and misrepresentation of the culture and not the actual representation of Gullah Geechee culture, even now at these programs that are supposed to represent our ancestors and our ancestral connections. It's one thing to travel to places and spaces around the world and act as a tourist and, you know, engage in fellowship with our brothers and sisters in the motherland. But then what is it that we do with that after that point? What is it that we're contributing to uplift their lives and the lives of our own people at home? My mother said charity begin at home and then go abroad. So many of these people have traveled to the motherland, come back, write a book, and they make money from their book, but none of those money goes back to any of the villages in the motherland. It's not helping anyone there. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition would donate money every year to Mrs. Mrs. Kaba, who was the president's wife, the first lady of Sierra Leone, to actually physically go to schools for many, many years and to go to school children for many, many years because we knew that we had a direct link to those who would ensure that this reached the people who it would benefit. We still give to projects and programs that may be in Ghana and various other places where we know the people who are directly engaged and involved. Reverend Goodwillis T. Goodwin, God bless the dead, we would raise money or give donations that he would take things back in a container every year to Liberia in order to help our people there. So our family connection still to our diaspora, the African diaspora, is real. It is something that we can put our hands on literally. This is not a figurative thing, and this is not just something to make speeches about. This is something where we do hands-on work, and we are yet doing that work right here upon the land in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We still take a stand. So as we remember all this and I reflect on all of it, I also look to the future. I look to all of you as listeners to continue to support the work that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition is doing. And once again, you can reach us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. You can go to gullahgeechee.net. I'm looking forward to seeing many of you in person at our fourth annual Coastal Cultures Conference where we'll be talking about some of the partnerships that we have with people who are not Gullah Geechee, who are at some of the institutions that are collecting the statistical data, that are the things that we can then put forth so that people see what our reports look like versus what some other people are sitting up here telling you about what the reality is of what's going on in our community. Because even what has been presented on the U.N. website for the decade is victimization consistently, but nothing about victories. And we have many victories, and that is why people attempt to continue to victimize us. That is why you see the genocidal attacks. That is why you see them trying to put forward people who are literal actors and actresses to say, well, play the role that you all are really leading and you're involved in the community, and people in the community know who these people's names are, but they hardly ever see them. And so we need the people of the world to use all of your resources, your mechanisms for the truth-telling to go forth while we yet live. Now, wait till we are gone, 
and just have highway signs with folks' names on them and then no kind of kiosk or anything to educate anybody as to who this highway sign really represents, whose name is this for. So it makes a difference when you come into the living heritage of a community that is continuing to battle to continue to live daily in spite of people working instead to disrupt us, displace us, by building more things that bring in people who do not know about the culture. But when they get here, all of a sudden they want to be the culture and they want to make a dollar off of it. And they have no regard for the environmental, ecological imbalance they cause by the more roads, the more houses, the more big box stores that are clear-cutting trees and the like. These are all dynamics that we have to deal with that have ramifications around the world throughout the African diaspora at this time, the clear-cutting issues, the land-grab issues, the exploitation through tourism and the misrepresentation of who the people are and how their traditions really look. And the attempted silencing of those who tell the true story. And so we are thankful for the opportunity to have these mechanisms, such as Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio and Gullah Geechee TV, which you can find at Gullah TV. You can go to YouTube and type in Gullah Geechee TV, and please follow us, subscribe. Again, you can also follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, at Gullah Geechee on Periscope, and we're getting ready to start doing some Periscope broadcasting very, very soon so that we want to build up an audience first before we do the first broadcast. So please go ahead and follow now so that you will know when we go live on Periscope for the first time. And this has been a blessed journey that we continue to be on, continuing to raise the awareness of our right to self-determination and of human rights in general, but in particular during this decade for people of African descent. It is a critical time at which we must continue to do this. And so I encourage you to continue to support the activities and endeavors that we have coming up, including the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, where we have our Gullah Geechee reunion each and every year. And this year we are back in Charleston, August 5th through the 7th. You can go to gullahgeechee.info, gullahgeechee.info, if one won't go, and we will be putting out the ticket links after the Coastal Cultures Conference, you'll be able to start to purchase your tickets so in advance for your families to come out and support so that this economic empowerment can go back into our communities. And April is Financial Literacy Month, so we won't be on the air next Monday due to the fact that I will be again at another conference presenting again this month as part of the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour. So the following Monday... We'll be back on the air live at 7 p.m., but you know you can always listen on demand, especially if you are on iTunes, just subscribe for free, and you can always listen to the shows, share the shows, download the shows, and Hunter can always email we to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com if you would like to sponsor an event for the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour in your city or your country because we're already booking for 2017. And that's going to be a whole nother name to the World Tour at that point. This is on wrap-up in December, and we're starting off the next tour for 2017, so we're already booking for that. So once again, you can email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E. 
co at aol dot com, or you can go to Gullah, go to queenquet dot com or gullagichi dot net. So you can go to queenquet q u e e n q u e t dot com, and you can also email us at any time to connect to learn more about becoming a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and to coming out to real dialogues with real people and supporting the Gullah Geechee Nation economically and to continue the protection of our human rights. And so if anybody's out there and you want to call in right now, if you have comments or questions, please go ahead and dial in at 347-324-3903. 347-324-3903. And I just want to say thank you, thank you to all the Hana Chillin. What a follow we, what a support we, and for the worst, what a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that support us around the world. That's Hana Chillin, some powerful people, astounding things like that, and for who we be. We be Gullah Geechee United people. And as I always say, Hunter must take care of the roof for heal the tree. And so it's a blessed opportunity to have to be able to continue to do the work that we're doing and to continue to take the lead on a lot of these issues on behalf of our people. And so as we continue this journey, especially not only during this international decade of people of African descent, but in general, we are so proud that we can go state to state, country to country, and find people who support the work that we are doing. And so it is a blessing. So once again, make sure that you follow Gullah Geechee Nation's Facebook fan page and the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's Facebook fan page. And make sure to follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope. And then we want you to also Make sure to keep up with our blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E-N-A-T-I-O-N.com. So make sure that you keep up with the blog, and that will make you aware of all the different events, the letter-writing campaigns, and everything that are continuing to go on to continue to make you aware of what's happening here, the good and the bad, the commemorations, and the celebrations that are happening. And so we appreciate all of you who are already on the way to coming down here this month, April the 30th. We will be at the Landmark St. Helena Branch Library. We will have the Coastal Cultures Conference going on starting at 10 a.m. On your way onto the island, please stop by the Gullah Market, where just as you make the turn from 21 and make that right to come down Dr. Martin Luther King Drive to the Landmark Library. The Martin Luther King Park will be right on your right stop there. Spend a little bit of money and things like that. With we sent down the island Gullah Geechee family in this new Gullah Market that just launched last month. It's going to be every Saturday out there for a few hours a day. So we want you to make sure that you support, and we'll be talking more about that on the coming broadcast. But since this is Financial Literacy Month, I also want to encourage you that I'm always talking about Gullah Geechee economic advancement. So we want you to help contribute to us being able to remain here on this plan and remain here taking a stand. And you know I go out there right there, right in the front, because this year the head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation, Queen Quet. And I'm so glad that Hunter Chillin tune in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Looking forward to seeing Hunter in Savu. And then next, Rhode Island, I coming to you. Looking forward to keeping history above water and keeping us right here upon the land. Peace and blessings.